hello. This is our podcast uh, for confirmation. Uh, this time we are going to be talking about the Great Commission. Um, but I do want to just do a little bit of backtracking really quickly. So um, over the last two weeks, we've kind of been building up to this moment, right? And and really where we're, where we're at right now is a transition to really the rest of the New Testament. But we've kind of, we're kind of moving through Jesus's life. And we've talked about all the hard sayings and the miracles and the teachings and all of those different kinds of pieces of of who Jesus was and what Jesus was up to. And that all sort of builds to the crucifixion, to um, Jesus being arrested, betrayed by Judas, um, and then ultimately dying uh, for the sake of the world. And doing all of that, um, and then three days later, rising again. And we kind of read through some of the accounts of that from last week, of, you know, the women going to the tomb and discovering that Jesus was not there anymore. And so now we've come to the point of what happens after this? We have this group of disciples that are trying to figure out, all right, now Jesus has risen. What are we supposed to do now? So um, we're going to talk primarily about uh, what Matthew has to say about that in class. But first, I want us to listen to uh, this passage from the Gospel of John. A reading from the Gospel of John, the 21st chapter. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. That's the same thing as the Sea of Galilee. And he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in, because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the lake. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he, after he was raised from the dead. By the way, just a really quick side note. The first two are uh, Jesus has walked into the disciples' room, where the upper room, remember where we were, um, and wishes them peace. And then uh, shows up a week later where they are still locked in that upper room. But the one who there was one who had been missing the week before, and that was Thomas. And Tom, this is where we get doubting Thomas. And Thomas didn't believe that Jesus had resurrected, and Jesus shows up and makes sure to show himself to Thomas. So there we go. So that's the third time. Continuing on with the reading. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. 
Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. All right, so you can hear in that passage that that for the Gospel of John, um, you have this moment where uh, the, the the disciples have all kind of gone back to where what they're used to, right? They've gone back to fishing. Simon Peter was a fisherman. So he's kind of going back to the things that he's used to, and it's there that Jesus shows up and says, no, 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 your call is something different. I always think it's interesting. Um, Jesus has this miracle and uh, this miracle of all these fish, 153 fish. It's a very specific number for some reason. Um, but he, you know, they bring them ashore, and then they sort of have this little cookout by the by the, the the lake shore. And in it, after that, Jesus asks Simon, Simon Peter, "Do you love me?" And how many times does he ask him? He asks him three times. And remember, if we kind of skip back a few weeks, how many times did Peter, Simon Peter, uh, deny Jesus on the night that he was arrested? Three times, right? Right before the the rooster crows, and Simon is just kind of brokenhearted about what he's done. So we've we've kind of flipped that back, so that Jesus is saying, "You you do really love me. You really do want to follow me." And and so the the commission. So when we talk about the commission, it's how what they are kind of they are supposed to do afterwards. The instructions that the Gospel of John has is we are to Jesus wants us to feed my sheep. Jesus wants them to tend my sheep. That's how we follow who Jesus is. Now, now that we've heard that, here's sort of the instructions for how to go forward from the Gospel of John. Now, here's what I want us to do, is listen to this the same kind of thing, but from the Gospel of Luke. Now, I'm just going to tell you really quickly that this comes, uh, when we start this one, Jesus has been resurrected. He has um, appeared to the people there and then has also um, met a few people who just got fed up and tried to go home. Uh, He has met them on the road and they've raced back and told, oh my gosh, we just met Jesus (laughs) back in the road. And this is, that's the road to Emmaus, if you've ever heard that story. So here, let's, we're jumping in right after that. All right, a reading from Luke 24. While they were talking about this, and this is all of those things that they've met him on the road and all that, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Why are you frightened? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you, as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And again, just a little side note, this is one of the ancient ways that you could prove you weren't a ghost, just so you know. You eat something. There you go. All right, continuing on. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. 
And then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day. And here's where it gets fun. And that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending you what my father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. All right, so there we go. Here's the answer. We are to preach this message of Jesus, of repentance and forgiveness, and that it's supposed to start here, right? It's supposed to start in the city that they're in, in Jerusalem, and then go and spread out from there. Actually, when we get to the to the book of Acts, actually, Jesus will even say it a little bit differently. He'll say, um, it goes from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth, right? So this is, you can kind of see this progression, and it kind of explains how how the disciples end up all over the world um, once we kind of move in that direction. But that it comes down to that proclamation that needs to happen, that proclamation of, of who Jesus is and the witnessing of what Jesus has done. Now, the other thing to just keep in mind is that they have also been blessed, right? They're going to be blessed with something. And again, if we jump ahead, it's going to be the gift of the Holy Spirit that will help to guide them along the way. Now, the last thing I want you to hear, and honestly, it's the one that we're going to talk about quite a bit on Wednesday, um, is the the what's traditionally called the Great Commission, and that comes from the Gospel of Matthew. So here it is. All right, this is the Gospel of Matthew, the 28th chapter, and this is verses 16 to 20. Um, and just again, just to set a little bit in context, um, they have met Jesus back in Jerusalem. They've been called to go ahead. Um, and so they're going ahead to Galilee, which is where they will meet Jesus. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, to the end of the age. Alright, so nice and short and succinct, right? Go. Go out there, make disciples of all nations. It's not just folks here, it's folks all over the place. Make disciples, so followers of Jesus, students of Jesus, and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, what I think is always very cool about this, and you notice this in Luke too, right, is that there's also a promise that God is not going to be away from them, right? Jesus says, I am with you always to the end of the age. The one before, uh, when we heard it from Luke, is uh, God is going to send the Holy Spirit, God's very presence will be among you to help inspire and call you and guide you along the way. So there's these promises that kind of go along with it of God's continued presence. Now here's the other really interesting thing that you might have noticed when you listen to it. Um, in each of the last two, and it really actually it would happen a little bit before us when we were talking about the Gospel of John, each of them also has to deal with the struggle of some of these disciples kind of aren't sure of what they are seeing. They are doubting, right? Um, they are. They really are having trouble with this whole resurrection thing uh, and the fact that it has happened right in front of them to this one who they have followed. Um, and so it's interesting to think a little bit about the fact that um, doubt 
and uh, doubt is not, usually when we talk about doubting something, it means that we don't believe in it at all. But um, doubt can also just mean I, not knowing quite what it is yet, not having to kind of work through what that means. Sometimes we treat doubt like it is the opposite of of faith, of belief. But I'm I don't think it is. I think it can be a pretty active part. It certainly was for the disciples. So so this week we're going to talk a little bit more about what is this thing that we have been sent on. And frankly, what I'm most interested in and what we will talk mostly about is where do you think that God is calling you, guiding you to do um, today, for the rest of your life, uh, in 10 years, and whatever? We're going to kind of talk that through. All right, so the questions I kind of have for us this week are, um, uh, since we'll be talking about where it is that we feel like God has is calling you kind of right now, one of the things to just kind of think about is, what are some things that you think God has called you to do um, already. And this goes for everybody who's sitting listening to this, right? It could be um, uh, parents or your or your brothers and sisters or whatever. Um, but just to kind of think about where are some places that you felt like God has really said, I think I need you to be here. And it could be, and this is an important, Deacon Chris will talk about this a lot too, is that it can be one-time kind of things, right? So, um, it could be, I, I remember this when I was younger, um, I, I went and sat with a kid who kind of usually got ignored at our lunch, uh, in our lunchroom, and so I just kind of went and sat by him, and we made really awkward conversation for an entire lunch, um, but the hope was to give him somebody who he could talk to, who he could connect to, and I, I really did feel kind of guided in that moment. Um, so anyway, think through a little bit about that. What are some things that you think that God has been guiding you and calling you to? And uh, we'll talk some more about that when we get together on Wednesday. All right, y'all take care. See you later. Bye. So-